Island Church in Galveston, Texas, welcomes you to our podcast. Be encouraged by Pastor Rusty Martin as he teaches the Word of God. I want to teach on faith. I just felt in my spirit I had several things I could have preached, but I felt in my spirit that this morning would be a good morning to just encourage you in your faith. Romans chapter 5, let me get over there myself. Hallelujah. How many believe in God for something? I mean, truly, you say, Pastor, I've got chapter, verse, I'm, I'm believing, I'm believing God for something. Amen. Romans, did I say Romans 5? I'm going to start in Romans chapter 4. Speaking of Abraham, the Bible says, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Now listen, Abraham became exactly what God said he was. God said, this is who you are before he ever became it. You say, why? Because God is the God, as it says in the scripture before, that, uh, that speaketh those things or seeth those, speaketh those things that be not as though they are. He's not a God that denies there's a problem. He's a God that applies to the problem his word in order for us to overcome it. It says, being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. When he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith. Everybody say, strong in faith. Giving glory to God. Everybody say, giving glory to God. Now there's a real secret and a real key right there. In those that, I'm believing God, we're believing God for a child. We're, we're believing God to build a building. We're believing God for, for business in our, in our business. We're believing God for a job or a new job. We're believing God for the, whatever it is, one of the keys to you getting it from the unseen to the seen realm is your ability to continue to glory, glorify God. Amen. And that is the thank you that comes out of a heart that believes it receives. You say, what do you mean by that? When your body's still telling you you're sick, when, you're, when, when the doctor's report's still telling you you're sick, but you say, I believe I receive it and I shall have it in Jesus' name, then that is the point in which every day, every waking moment, or every time any pain tries to come against your body, you lift your hands and you say, thank you, Father, I believe I receive my healing in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, I believe I receive my financial breakthrough in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, I, I believe we have favor on the business in Jesus' name. That's glorifying God. That's faith. A lot of people call that crazy. Because they only believe what they can see. But we see it in the Word of God, then we believe it, then we see it in the natural. Amen. Amen. Now I like verse, verse 21 is where I want to get down to. Being fully persuaded that what he or that what God had promised, he was able also to perform. Now we, we've talked this many times, but it bears you being refreshed this morning. In that every time you come to church, every time you crack open your own Bible, every time you listen to a podcast or, or some other type of uh, material or read a book that has to do with faith, every time you feed your faith, you are accelerating the persuasion process. Amen. Every time. Every time. And especially when you come and have the Word of God taught to you. Because according to Romans chapter 10, the most powerful way that faith is transmitted is by the Word of God coming from the Bible, the Holy Scriptures, and coming into your ears through an anointing upon a ministry gift so that you can hear it with your spirit man, not just with your natural ears. Faith, so then faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. 
I'd say the majority of all the faith I've ever received, I've received by the teaching and preaching of other men. Sure, I have my, I've developed faith by study and meditation on the Word of God. Sure, I've developed a, a, a faith by, a, a, you know, a reading books that had lots of Scripture and things in it and seeing that spirit of faith in that particular writing and having my own faith enhanced. But here's the thing, church. We must understand that a lot of faith that we have released in this church has remained unanswered or unmanifested. You say, what do you mean by that? Well, I spent about two or three years praying and saying, God, where did I miss it? Because, you know, we started as most normal churches do. We started over in a, in a, in a, in a hotel ballroom and, and then we uh, took a little building over on 45th Street. Then we came to this building. In this building, we had plans to take that 9,000 square foot. Ike came. Uh, those plans kind of went out the window because of the, uh, the, older, uh, the uh, owner of the building. Uh, the Lord spoke to me and says, I have a place for you. I have a place where I'm going to give you an identity. And so we begin to believe God in that direction. How many remember those days we had the little board up here with all the little checks on it and then one day we just went and right wiped them all out and we went and paid cash for, for land. And so then I said, Lord, you know, it's time to build the building. So we went out and we got plans. We spent a lot of money getting plans, doing all that. And then it looked like everything just came to a screeching halt. So of course I'm the one that goes into the prayer closet and says, okay, it's got to be me. If it's anybody else, it's got to be me. So I begin to pray, I begin to intercede and God began to speak to me. And he began to say to me, you don't understand how I do things because I do things in such a way in which I am able to, maxim uh, to maximize the potential of my glory in any situation where anybody chooses to walk in faith. He says, in doing that, you're going to have to be patient. In doing that, you're going to have to take time. In doing that, you're going to have to quit beating yourself up. And in doing that, you're going to have to overcome all of the distraction and the pressure that comes against anybody that would dare do what you're doing. Amen. So I began, you know, that was good. That really helped me. That refreshed me. That really, you know, stirred my spirit. And in those three years, we saw a tremendous amount of doors open overseas. And here in the United States, uh, uh, I think, when is it in? Late September, we're going to go to Terre Haute, Indiana and do a Sunday morning through Thursday night revival, two services a day. Amen. And uh, we've got some other meetings coming up. But in the midst of all of this, the Lord spoke to me and said, when you came to this island in obedience to what I told you to do, you came as a teacher and preacher of faith. He said, when you did that, it ignited, an ex and what's the word? Not ignite, it's the word incite. It incited a spirit on this island. Well, I didn't know what that was. I thought, okay, Lord, you know, I have felt spiritual pressure. I've taken time to keep my mind renewed, fight the, fight the warfare of my mind, stay in faith, stay in prayer, inspire the church. Try to find places where the Spirit of God can move, how He moves, do everything I can do to hear the voice of the Lord. But He said, now this Spirit is a Spirit of defiance against you. Where there is an adversary, a Spirit that is just defying this church to build what God says to build. So I said, well, Lord, if that's true, we have authority over that Spirit. He said, you absolutely do. He said, so, in, so I said, so in pressing back and doing that which we need to do, the Lord spoke to me and said this. He said, as defiant as any spirit would be against you, you have to defy it, its ability to defy you. And I said, well, Lord, that sounds good. Where's that in the Word? He took me right there. 
He said, you're in a process right now, and it's a corporate process of full persuasion. Because the Lord said to me, he said, you know, it says over there, where is it? In Psalms, unless the Lord build the house, those that labor, labor in vain. There's a lot of churches that's been built. The house has been built, but the labor was in vain. He said, what do you mean in vain? Well, when they got, I've even seen the phenomenon myself. It's a, it's a fact that many pastors that actually go through a building program, when they get through with the building program, they last about two years and they go somewhere else. Because that was the big, that was the big thrust of faith. That was the big, you know, we got our faith. That's what, and know how whether they had to borrow money or did, but the Lord spoke to me and said, when you build, when actually I build the house, it will not be vain labor, and it will be so glorious that the actual building of the building will preach to the community. Amen. Almost like glory to God. So where are we? You personally, for what you're believing God for. You are in a process of becoming fully persuaded. Now, that process is coming to an end very quickly. And God is providing for us extracurricular activity in order to enhance that process. You say, what do you mean by that? Well, you've got to go study the book of Jude where it says we build ourselves up on our most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Now listen, this isn't to ring my bell or wave a banner over me. I'm just, listen, I'm, I'm, as far as I'm concerned, I'm probably the smallest, the weakest, the littlest of them all. But you hear of all these preachers, they come up here, the first thing they say is, man, you guys get taught, you guys get taught, you guys get taught, you guys get taught. Well, they're not lying. But that's not me. That's Jesus ministering the Word of God to you. So we've never had, listen, We've got as much revelation in this church as any church in the world. I mean on faith, gifts of the Spirit, you name it. We've got revelation coming out our ears. What we need is the manifestation of that revelation. So we must be fully persuaded that what God has spoken, He is also able to perform. Now the problem is in when that, as that process of full persuasion takes place, that what God had promised he is also able to, I call it the three P's, persuasion, promise, performance. Now, here we are over in the promises. What do the promises do? They fully persuade you. Where do we focus? We focus on the performance. Well, I'm still sick. I don't have the money yet. Haven't seen the turnaround in my business. I, I, I'm waiting for my miracle, Lord. <laughs> no wonder you ain't got nothing. Because that's not even faith. Your face, everybody say my face, needs to be turned toward the promises of God. Live in the promise. Do everything you can do to enhance the promise. You say, what do you mean? Come pray in the Holy Ghost with us. It'll accelerate the promise into the persuasion process and as you're working with the promise, being persuaded, working with the promise, being persuaded, meditating on the promise, being persuaded, praying in the Holy Ghost, building yourself up on that promise, being fully persuaded, as you're doing that, next thing you know, God performs and you turn and go, oh my goodness. There's the ability of God right there. God delights in doing things that way. Now the Bible says of Abraham and Sarah, their bodies were dead. Well, they were obviously not physically all the way dead because they were still walking around. But what he meant by that was their ability to reproduce had gone past the limit in which age says you can or cannot reproduce. 
Amen. But something must have sparked them. Did you get that? Something must have sparked them. The Bible says that Sarah, she was one of the most beautiful women to ever live on the earth. So I, that, that might have helped right there. Amen. <laughs> it always helps. But something about the promises of, promises of God empowered them to continue their journey. They did not quit till what? Till what God had promised had been performed. Now, can you imagine how glorious the pregnancy of Sarah was? This old woman walking around. with this big smile on her face and Abraham walking behind her. Come on, church. And there wasn't even no baby yet, but they were carrying it. It was there. It had showed up. That land has gotten pregnant. See Jimbo dumping all that dirt. Come on, church. You got to see with the eyes of the Spirit. All that that's going on, we're praying. God's moving back in the prayer room, all of these things. Listen, we are in the process of full persuasion. Now, here's what you have to do. You have to hook your, hook your need on to the spirit of faith that is in the church. You say, how, did, how do I do that? The same way that we're doing it. You stay in the word. You stay in prayer. You allow the persuasion process to take place. You keep focused on the promise, on the promise, on the promise, because the persuasion process is automatic as long as you're focused on the promise. And then while you're doing that, God goes over here and performs. And everybody knows it's God. Could you imagine how Abraham must have felt when he held up Isaac? And everybody knew there's going to be a covenant between God and man. Because the Bible said Abraham was a preacher of righteousness. He was telling everybody. He was telling everybody, this is the covenant. I have a covenant with God. This is the covenant that's going to bring a redeemer, that's going to break this stinking curse on humanity and bring salvation. You've got to hang out with God and you've got to be a part of his plan. And I'm telling you, we're in the same kind of days right now. No other time except in Noah's day has there been a day in which things are infecting or are affecting the entire world. But they are today. And we get to live it out right in the middle of it and see the performance of our God. Amen. 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 Lift your hands and thank God. How's that for a mini sermon? 19 minutes. Glory to God. <laughs> Lift your hands and worship God. Father, we worship you. Thank you for the refreshing of your spirit, the anointing of the Holy Ghost, the power of your word. We thank you today, Heavenly Father. The Spirit of God is moving amongst us. God, I'll do that. Put your, everybody put your hands down for just a moment. How many have someone in your family, a close friend, somebody that's dear to your heart, that's either away from the Lord right now not serving the Lord the way they should. Or maybe they 
maybe they're not really a, in a backslidden condition, but they've, they've kind of got caught up in this, in this situation that's going on in the earth. And they're just, you know, they've gotten cold and different. They really need to come back to God because that's their real answer. Or a brother, a sister, mom, a dad, grandpa, grandma, aunt, uncle, somebody that you really are believing God to be saved. Because we're in harvest. We believe in God for harvest. But you want, I want everybody like that to lift your hand up. Should be all of us. Amen. Why don't, why don't we do this? We have scripture. Amen. It says over there in, in the book of Pete, 1 Peter, it says, God's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to the knowledge of salvation. Amen. So let's do two things. Number one, for those that are away from the Lord, Let's believe they'll do just like the prodigal son did. They'll come to themselves. And as they come to themselves, they recognize there's bread in the Father's house, provision and blessing in the Father's house. Number two, for those that are not saved, for those that are not saved, let's believe God labors. Let's pray labors. You know the same force that's talked about when you cast out devils? You know, you, you know it's just in, in Mark chapter 16, cast out devils. Did you know that's the same word in the Greek that we pray the Lord would send forth labors literally to take them and thrust them out there well we pray that always making ourselves available to be those labors and as we pray let's believe we receive even as early as Wednesday Wednesday next Sunday through this month let's continue to pray let's continue to believe and let's continue to speak to our harvest of souls to come into the house of God. You ready? Heavenly Father, right now, I come into agreement with every heart. You saw the hands that were lifted and you know the names of every person represented by those hands. Father, we break the power of Satan over the lives of those that are, have gotten indifferent, those that have gotten away from you, Lord, those that have broken fellowship. We break the power of the adversary over their life. Thank you, Father. They come to themselves. They recognize there's bread in the Father's house and they return to their first love, to the house of the Lord. And Father, for those that are unsaved, we pray you, therefore, the Lord of the harvest would send forth labors, labors, making ourselves available to be those labors in the harvest. Thanking you, Father, that our friends, our loved ones, those that are close to our heart will come into the kingdom of God, miss hell's wrath, God's judgment, and enjoy God's favor and heaven itself. We thank you for it, Father. We believe we receive it in Jesus' name. And everyone says, Amen. Amen. Praise God. Stand on your feet, if you will. Father, thank you so much for our service today. Thank you for that wonderful touch of your refreshing in this service. Lord, as we leave today, we do claim that which belongs to us by covenant right. We declare no evil befalls us, no plague comes nigh our dwelling place. Angels have charge over us our travels on the highways, the airways, the seaways, the railways, the righteous labor of our hands and every occupation represented here at Island Church. Thank you, Father. We appropriate that protection of God. Angels surround us. We rebuke this foul pandemic. We say it cannot come nigh our physical bodies. If it tries to get on us, we rebuke it and dies in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for doors of utterance, just like we prayed as we've prayed for you to go to our friends, our loved ones, our neighbors, Lord, let us go to other people's loved ones, friends, and neighbors. Be a witness.
be an answer to their prayer, problem to the devil, a miracle in somebody's life. Lord, as we leave today, we walk in faith and love toward you. We love you so much. We walk in love toward one another. Thank you for our church. We leave as the ambassadors of Christ you've called us to be. Thanking you, Lord, here at Island Church, we're covered by the blood. Come on, say it again. Covered by the blood, empowered by the word, anointed by the Holy Ghost. Thank you for listening to Island Church's podcast. To find out more information about Island Church in Galveston, Texas, visit our website at islandchurchgalveston.com.